1: with a Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports.
0: You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory! Woo!
1: You put them put together for Tuesday room. on V and a sunny and uh, pretty darn nice outside. That's a good thing hope you're enjoying your Tuesday. We'll talk more baseball coming up. Ty Harrington is here. Called the game last night, Texas Texas State. He'll be on the call again tonight. Is it tough to go from one booth to the other because you were calling the Texas State side of it last night for with Brant Freeman tonight you'll be with Craig here on the horn. Is you're just that versatile, my friend.
0: Um the, the you know what the the challenge is is um, not working with those two guys. I can assure you that. Brant has been unbelievable. Been a lot of fun to work with on the TV side. Remember now on the TV side you I can keep talking. with is ESPN
1: I, Plus. Like ESPN
0: Plus, and so we keep it pretty balanced. We or we, I, I would say we try to keep it balanced. I don't know if it always comes across that way. But the other thing about the TV side is, yeah, I can keep talking which I love to talk, and so I can keep talking as the play's going on. So on the radio side of it, the transition for me from the TV with Texas State to working with Craig with radio is smaller sections. Now, and particularly, I don't think people thought about this at the beginning, and Craig and I had a chance to talk about it, is now that they've sped the game up in between pitches, you've got shorter windows to to, to discuss about what's going on as well. And so sometimes I from when I transition from TV to radio, I to Cut my conversations, <laughs> trying to cut my points down a little bit in between the pitches and, uh, you know, and, and, and trying to fit well, in those little ro- windows.
1: And I've texted you this and told you this personally, but you're really good at it. You're really, really good Thank at it. You. And uh, Longhorn fans, I would just say you are so fortunate to have Craig as a play-by-play voice and to have the voices like yourself and Keith Moreland and Greg Swindell you know, teaching you the game of baseball because it's, uh, I mean, I've been a fan and uh, played I mean, my whole life and now 50 years, and I still learn a lot when I listen to you, you know, call a ball game or Keith or or, or Zeke, and it's just uh, it's really good, really good stuff. So looking forward to the ball game tonight. We'll get to the uh, highlights of last night's game coming up. Also get back into some Texas football as we push towards the Orange White scrimmage on Saturday. Also, on the way to the timeout in our Hot or Not segment, we were talking about uh, a little TV and uh, the show Perry Mason that I'm watching, and I picked up. Also, Ty, uh, you, and you're watching a show called Night Night C- Agent. Night Agent. I, you
0: know, look, I, I don't watch a ton of TV because I, I just I don't. You don't have a pet. You're not yeah, home much. Yeah, I'm not home much, and I, I do <laughs> right. But I, when I do now, what, which is one of my favorite times of the year. Now I get highlight professional baseball highlights on the ESPN, so that becomes my Netflix show. I did watch. The deal on Reggie Jackson the other day, uh, the documentary. I heard Hard's talking about that. It's good. It is really good. I mean, uh, Reggie Jackson was my dad's favorite player, you know, watching him play, in mine too. And I just I, I just loved the way he played, he, you know, the air and the confidence that came along with him. And there was a lot of, you know, back in the day, um, expressing yourself as far as an individual athlete, different things, wasn't always the most you know thought of thing you were supposed to be you know, go to work and, and work for that and and he pushed the bounds of where you see professional athletes are today and he was one of those guys that thankfully pushed the the, the bounds of it and, and allowed athletes to express themselves more and allowed them to make more money and to do different things for their value right look we're, it's entertaining like right? a lot of people you you don't you don't just pay that kind of money to go sit and watch a game. If you're not going to watch some of the world's or the country's best of the world's best players and entertaining ones. And, and certainly I, I you know, Reggie Jackson was, and, and I'm sure Mike had a lot of great things at had a lot of great things to say about it as well. And, uh, but it's good. It really
1: is. Well, and you know, Reggie Jackson was coming into the, I'm assuming I haven't seen this yet, but I, I look forward to it. Cause I love a good documentary, whether it's sports or music or really anything else. And, um, it, it you know, he was coming into the league when, you know, it still wasn't the most colorless league, right? There was right. still I mean, Jackie Robinson was pretty recent, uh, breaking the color barrier. And, uh, you know, Reggie wouldn't back down anyone, right? He was a pretty flamboyant guy on top of it. And he was a great, uh, you know, college baseball player uh, at Arizona State. And uh, I heard Hart say he, could've, he, could've, he was a great football player. Yep. Reggie. So I'd look forward to seeing that. Several people have agreed with you that Night Agent on Netflix is good. It's just debuted. Another show that I was told I need to watch, and I, I've read up on it since, is uh, a show on, uh, on Apple TV. Have you seen this one, Ty Henderson, called Shrinking? Shrinking? I have not. It's, it's created by the same guy that created Ted Lasso. Um, you know, Ted Lasso, and, and of course, along with Jason Sudeikis, a guy named Bill Lawrence created Ted Lasso. Bill Lawrence is now working with Jason Siegel, who's another actor and comedian, and they've created this show, Shrinking. Uh, where he's a therapist, and apparently uh, in it, for those that have seen it, Harrison Ford is in it, right? My man Han Solo, my man Indiana Jones, <laughs> Han Solo. and apparently he's hilarious. He is like he's it's a comedic role, and it's like maybe the best work Harrison Ford's ever done. Like you always see him as a dramatic role uh, or as an action person, but uh, that, that Jason Segel is a therapist, and it, it he you know. He begins to breach ethical barriers, start to telling his parents, his patients what he really thinks, and then, and one of his patients is Harrison Ford, and apparently it is really, really good. So I'm gonna have to check that one out too. That's called Shrinking, and uh, The Night Agent. I mentioned Perry Mason is worth your watch. It's only a uh, season and a half in. Uh, also a good one that that just wrapped up season two is um, Your Honor on Showtime. Your Honor, which is uh, really good. That's got uh, Brian Cranston. Outstanding, based in New Orleans. So there's good TV out there, Ty, if you're uh, not into the NBA playoffs, which are coming, the baseball, which is just, just heating up now, uh, you know, waiting for your football season. Because, you know, once we get past this orange-white scrimmage on Saturday, you got to wait three more months for the Longhorns to play football. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: but there's plenty of discussion between here and then those three months. I mean, I that just, it always fascinates me in a good way, by the way, when I say this, just how important college football is in this area. Because even though there's this three-month gap, I still, you guys will still talk about it how often, right? Uh, you know, probably often enough. Uh, football, and yeah, college football. I brother. know, so I'm saying, and it even though spring football's over, you got a month of evaluating the spring football after, and you got a month where you can kind of talk about what might be on the way, and then that month of building up to, all right, here we go, college football's on its way. There so it, is, it does it not
1: stop around here. Well, for me, I'm, the NFL draft has become more and more popular. But I've always said the NFL draft's one of my favorite weekends. I mean, I start ranking. My favorite uh, sports weekends, we just passed one with the Masters. We know the first weekend of March Madness is unbelievable. But I'm a huge NFL draft nerd, so that's just me. I just love the confluence of college and pro football and the building of rosters and the ranking of players and how it all plays out. I look forward to that. That's only 16 days away. But then, yes, of course, we're only four or five days away to the orange-white scrimmage, which we will preview coming up. This says uh, Harrison Ford is Jason Siegel's uh, boss. In that show, and yes, he is very funny. He's also a therapist. Okay, thanks for that. Uh Shrinking is great. Night Agent is good. Night Agent getting a lot of love. Ty. Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's good. It's it's fast pace and kind of exciting. You can see the plots you, kind of intertwine a little bit. You, you know, Monty Williams was in yesterday, and he's a binger. He likes to. Yeah, he doesn't I, want to watch I, Succession until they're all in, and he wants to watch them all. And I'm like, that's a risk. You're going to finally probably learn some things you didn't want to learn ahead of time because that show show, Succession, is everywhere. Everybody's talking about Succession. It's hard to avoid. Uh, but are you a binger, you like to just go, go, go?
0: I, yes, I can be if I go on a trip and if I go somewhere and I've got some time or if I if I get stuck on something, I'm that guy that will sit down and I'm like, okay, I'll watch one more episode, <laughs> then I'm going, just one more episode. But I, I will tell you what I do like about the series parts now and what they're doing, Netflix and everybody else, is you can see endings now. In the in the in the future, like it used to be when we would would have series, you, like it went on for you know Dallas, it would go like it, it was wraps not, up. It was it never ended. Like you were like, what is what is going to how, how do I get to an ending of this? And I don't know if it's kind of weird on my part, but I like the idea that there's endings to it. Like you get to go, well, it's, that's like,
1: it's like reading a book. Yeah,
0: yeah, Book's that's over. right. That's last chapter. This is it. This is how it ended. And and you find, or at least I find myself pulling for the ending.
1: How do I like want that? this to
0: really end? Yeah, right? the show
1: I just mentioned, Your Honor, is only two seasons, and I believe it's over. I mean, I think it's over. They did two seasons, and it was good, uh, very good. Uh, kind of a mob crime drama in New Orleans. Uh, but yeah, the I, I, one where his son runs over a bike or Yes, something? yes, yes. He's a judge. Bryan yeah. Cranston is Damn. a judge. That came out a while ago, right? Uh, you know, that's about two seasons, and then two, two season two is just I just wrapped that up. But yeah, like Ted Lasso, we know this is the last season of Ted Lasso. So if you've already watched all of that. I need to I need to catch up on that final season, uh, but then and, and you know Monty was in yesterday. Monty's a screenwriter, and you know he would tell you this is the golden era of of television. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's it's uh, movies, and you know the big the big screen is all about you know superheroes and comic book characters and re, uh, remakes, and you know what do they call those? And um, you know, when they do series, they do it over and over and over, right? They're just they're doing the. Uh, the the brand the Avengers yeah I mean it's yeah. just, what do they they call that something but at the same time TV that's where the the creative new interesting like who who would have ever thought Harrison Ford could be funny Harrison Ford's yeah. hilarious I mean and then I didn't I mean that's that's cool stuff and that's where television is because there's so many options right you can be on Paramount you can be on and who you know who thought Paramount, little Paramount Paramount, uh, Yellowstone on Paramount would become wow. the number one television show in the country uh, when when they put it together and it was on. I mean, who knew where Paramount Channel was? And uh, it's it's taken off. So and now it's spawning. You know, spinoffs. Matthew McConaughey is going to be in one coming up on Paramount. So that's the cool stuff. That there's just a lot to watch. And yeah, it gets us back to football season. That's really what it's about. <laughs> it's <just laughs> you fill the gap because you and me love baseball. Yeah, and I can fill my gaps with the Astros and Major League Baseball, college baseball. But some people, you know, they need they need to fill it and uh, fill the tank. So Night Agent. I've been mentioning Yellow Jackets is really good too. If you want to see a really Weird one. Uh, Yellow Jackets would, would get you going on Showtime, too. So appreciate the uh, the advice, and we'll give you ours where we've got it. And I'm going to go watch that Reggie Jackson uh, documentary, too. Hey, uh, Franchises. Franchises. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. That's what they're going to do. And you have the franchise of films. I don't go to the movie theater anymore. I really don't. I don't
0: I, I do want. I do
1: want to see the the new movie, Air, uh, yeah. the, the Michael Jordan, Nike. Uh, it's really the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. I have not seen that, but uh, I'd like to but it's really you decide i don't go see movies that often hey let's get to the headlines trending topics to start your tuesday morning <laughs> top gun equipment rentals bring you the news and yeah it's uh, nice Beautiful night and a jam-packed night down at Texas State last night. Bobcat Ballpark, 19th-ranked Longhorns came to town and rode some clutch hitting and excellent pitching to a 5-2 win over the homestanding Bobcats. Second baseman, uh, Texas second baseman Jack O'Dowd, lined a two-out, two-run single. Actually, just late looped it uh, as part of a three-run third inning for Texas. Then in the eighth inning, Jalen Flores ripped a two-out double that scored two more. The right-hander, Kobe Minchie, made his first career start and earned the win with three solid frames. Heston Toll, Chris Stewart, Zane Morehouse all pitched in relief for a happy... Head coach David Pierce. We
0: were out EK today, so that kind of gave him a breather, honestly. Uh, may may rest a couple of guys tomorrow, or at least come off the bench again and utilize some guys, but um, we want to try to win the game, but also we've got to preserve some people as well.
1: Eric Kennedy, he mentioned, was suspended for that game for being ejected in Sunday's game against Kansas State. Uh, they'll play again tonight. Same two teams back at Dishfall Field. Big crowd expected there. Maybe not a record setting crowd like they had in San Marcos last night, but uh, will be a big one. You'll hear it right here on the horn at 6 30. Uh, basketball. The complete reshaping of the Longhorns' backcourt and roster continued yesterday with word that freshman guard Arterial Morris plans to enter the transfer portal. Came back from the Easter break with that decision. Former five star recruit, McDonald's All American from Dallas, averaged nearly five points in about 12 minutes a game as a freshman. Fellow freshman Rowan Brumbaugh entered his name into the transfer portal over Easter weekend and announced yesterday he is transferring to Georgetown. 6'4 freshman, originally from Northfield, Massachusetts, redshirted this past season for the Longhorns. Big news out of college football. Report from the NFL Network originally, and uh, now several others have confirmed that Lincoln Riley is hiring former Texas Tech and Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury as a senior offensive analyst. He's going to specifically work with their quarterbacks, including the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. Also will be involved in game planning and film study. Major League Baseball last night, good night for the Texas teams. Houston Astros opened up a three-game series in Pittsburgh with an 8-2 win over the Pirates, Jordan Alvarez, three more hits, boosted his RBI total to 15. That leads the major leagues uh, early on. Kyle Tucker added two hits and drove in three. And Arlington, Rangers routed Kansas City 11-2. Left-hander Andrew Heaney uh, tied an AL record, struck out nine consecutive Royals at one point of that game. Adoles Garcia blasted a grand slam. Rangers hit three long balls. Round Rock took the night off. They'll open a six-game homestand at Dell Diamond tonight at 7.05. NBA, the league's play-in tournament. Starts tonight with a pair of games, one in the Eastern Conference, one in the West.
0: Horn headlines brought to you by Top Gun Runners and Lawn Equipment. Don't be a fool this month. Come to Top Gun for great deals on steel lawn equipment and Toro, Hustler, and Gravely Mowers to kick off spring. TopGun.net, we'll shoot you straight.
1: All right, a lot of re- reaction to our TV talk. This says, uh, Shrinking was a surprise, really good. This says, It says, He used to be the big movie stars, wouldn't do TV. Now they see where entertainment is going. Well, that's true. And it's. You, the, the actors get a chance to to help create it, right? I mean, normally, or back in the day, you'd be cast on a series that's already scripted and ready to go. You know, Jason Sudeikis was pivotal in creating Ted Lasso, along with Bill Lawrence, who was the co co writer. And the same thing appears with this, uh, you know, Jason Segel uh, project with him, The Shrinking, and uh, you know, and it's it's kind of fun to be a part of a TV series.
0: Do you think Do you think that Harrison Ford? And I haven't seen it yet. In Shrinking. You know when he he would kind of have that dry humor uh, with Indiana Jones every once in a while. Is it? Is it I wonder if, it, if his humor is similar to that. And I'll have to watch it now because I've seen the the previews to it. And then two other things or ideas thought on this as well. I I'd love Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. I think that show is funny. It's humorous. And as a coach, as a former coach, you're kind of like ah, oh, that's kind of but that's kind of funny. That's kind of good. And and all above. And then. I have always thought, now people think I'm crazy about this, and I I think that people would enjoy if, if, if somebody could produce a documentary or a following of Craig Way and doing the games and all the games he does and his travel and preparing for games and all the sports. And I think people would be fascinated. I've had people come and sit in the booth with us when we do games, and when they walk out of there, they're fascinated by how much preparation he does how much work he does, and then you know, then to hear them to tell the story. What? Oh, I got to get on a flight. I'm headed to a basketball game tomorrow. I got to be at a basketball oh, game. I mean, it is. I mean, think about that and how he adapts it. We were in Fullerton, and he flew out. It, it on the did the Friday night game. He and Keith were going to do the Friday night game, and I was going to just do Saturday-Sunday, but I went out on Friday. And so we all three ended up actually partnering on that Friday night game, which was unbelievable to work with the two of them and to be in Fullerton too. I mean, that was really a, a neat experience, a great experience. But he flew back that night, came back and did, I think it was the Kansas basketball game, and got back just in time, had maybe an hour and a couple hours of sleep, whatever it was. And then after the game, got in his car, drove to San Antonio – it did two UIL basketball games, and basketball games were names. They're passing that ball around so fast to to names. He's got to to learn and get. I just think it's or maybe I'm you know maybe think it's more fascinating than most, but I do. I think it's unbelievable, and I think people would enjoy th- listening to because we take it for granted. When you hear a great play by play guy in and all the sports that we watch, we take it for granted. I think sometimes just well, oh, he must just. Read that off, of whatever it is. There is a ton that goes into that.
1: Well, maybe my friend Chip Reeves over at uh, Texas Crew Productions is listening. Yeah. Because uh, you've talked to me about doing a documentary behind the scenes of a college baseball kind of, yes. a, of a hard knocks kind of thing. Our man Craig Flowers always said the, the the funniest show would be a junior college. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Life behind I would, the I would scenes love... at a Ranger Junior College. Well, one of these days, if you get the three of us, see you
0: and, and Craig and all in the same spot space to talk about that and and life you know uh, you know Chris Beard talked about it often too and I've told people i love life's different it is joy, way different I mean it, you know bologna sandwiches and a lot of chips and a lot of you know van rides and small bus rides and you know and a lot of
1: characters a lot of characters don't you, you got some some younger guys You got some older guys you
0: got yeah. uh, you got a mix you've got a tremendous mix <laughs> and I mean it was it was truly one of the most incredible times of my life when I was a junior college coach and and some of the you know young people I met I was really really young as a head coach back then too and we had a lot of fun Skip Johnson and I uh, the head coach at OU Tim Tadlock we all grew up coaching against each other our first
1: head jobs were as junior college coaches in, in the great state of Texas and it was it well, was I interesting, and I don't know that it's changed a lot. My my daughter's boyfriend plays junior college baseball mm-hmm. right now. He played at Navarro his first year. Now he's at uh, Weatherford, and he's told some stories. It's you know you're trying to get that get that opportunity and keep playing, extend your career, and and kids today, kids today. I'm super old now. <laughs> but, the, but but this, I, I always tell him, his name's Josh, I'm like, Josh, it's tough because it's, you know, the, the, you had the COVID, you had the portal, you got these extra yeah. years, so it's kind of crowded, it's log jammed, and a, a Major League Baseball draft has been shrunk down, so it's uh, it, it's a different animal, but you know, it's still junior college,
0: still it, junior college. Well, let me say, and that's a great point, because college baseball's dynamic changed in in three years. You COVID changed everything in the world, but we're talking about college athletics and college baseball. But it changed it because it created more time for guys to stay in in college baseball. In that same time frame, Major League Baseball went to five rounds out of out of forty rounds. They went all the way down to five rounds, if I remember right, of the draft in COVID for the COVID year. And then they pulled it back down, cut out a bunch of minor league teams, and I don't know exactly how many thirty six or some number of teams yeah, they, they shrunk the out, minor leagues. Right, then they blind it. Twenty rounds in a major league draft. Now you just cut out twenty rounds of draft that were a lot of mid-majors, a lot of college players, and a ton of junior college players that were signing and going to play professional uh baseball. Well, that gap of, of them leaving and moving into professional baseball, they didn't move. They so stayed. And they're example. still in they're still in college baseball. Now, that's why a year ago, and, and again, not I, I hate I don't I hate, I don't I always like People use the word we as opposed to saying I said or I did all the time. But when you go back, we were talking about as college baseball people that college baseball was to me at its peak because as far as playing. The talent level, talent level, because the the, the the offensive side of it and the defensive side of it, you had twenty two to twenty five year old guys out there hitting the baseball, defending the baseball. Now you did lose some frontline pitchers because of those twenty rounds. It was going to be you know littered with a lot of pitchers because that's the number one thing that, that professional baseball is going to chase and go after. So, but you know there were older hitters, and there were times you were seeing a twenty three, twenty four year old guy face an eighteen year old guy. Or 19-year-old guy in baseball because of the age differences, because of COVID, and because of the draft. But I thought college baseball was being played, and I still believe it, is being played at its highest level. Not taking anything away from the 80s when I played and when everybody played in the golden years, as we like to refer to it now, I guess. Um, but it, I do. I thought I, I still believe college baseball is being played in an incredibly, incredibly exciting. Funnel. Must be. How many people you saw last night at the game at Texas State? How many people are showing up? Dish Falk was sold out before we even got before they even got going. And so, I mean, I just I think I and just that, think and that's the
1: interesting big... part, right? We do this, Buck, and I've done this twenty three years on the radio in the mornings, and it's, you know, when, when NIL hits and people talk about transfer portals and it's going to ruin college athletics, you could argue it's it's made it better. I mean, you just made the argument that college baseball, and that, that's not all, you know, the portal. But it's what major league, major league Baseball just agreed to a new, the, the first ever collective bargaining agreement with minor league players. But they wanted to shrink the minors before they went there, right? They didn't mm-hmm. want, they needed to get something they get their hands around so that they could you know roll the, the minor league players in with the major league players and the players association to give them some, some rights and benefits and things of that nature. So they needed to shrink the minor league. So they shrunk mm-hmm. the draft and they got rid of some of the, the lower teams. But it of course, has its trickle down to college baseball that you just went through uh, very accurately. And it's leading to a higher quality of baseball. Heck, we just saw a, a Final Four that included San Diego State, who had seven seniors and two juniors. I mean, uh, in their nine man rotation, uh, it also had Miami, who had a bunch of transfers. LSU just won the women's national championship with nine transfer players. And we're talking about Rodney Terry losing people, and he's gonna have a brand new roster next year, uh, as in his first full year at Texas. I mean, it's just, and and you can say that that's bad, but at the same time, and you just made the argument that the quality of play at the college baseball level has never been better. Oh, I think I mean, it's, it's been unbelievable because it's it's just experienced players who would a lot of times be playing in rookie ball somewhere or low A, you know, baseball. Um, and it and yeah, you're right. I mean, it's uh, it's a higher quality of of what we see. Now, again, you can have your grievances about it and gripes about the system as it is currently, but it, uh, it's, it's added a whole new wrinkle uh, to, uh, to what we do. Uh, heck, think, think of uh, college football last year. TCU, when the season started, had the oldest team in the Big 12, the most veteran team, most experienced group, and what they do, right? They played for the national championship game. They got smoked by Georgia, but they were there. Uh, Texas, meanwhile, had a team that averaged about 19 years old. And that's a different animal. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's best teams will be coming, right? And uh, when you're when you're dealing with with mostly nineteen year olds versus a group of twenty two year olds, that's a that's a big advantage for a guy like Sonny Dykes. And people want to know, well, why Sonny wins so quickly versus Sark? Different, different teams different uh, programs people will say that's an excuse it's just the fact of college athletics right now
0: that's where it is and now what is going to be interesting to see play out now that the covid years of guys that were able to come back because of it and you know what this is going to look like moving forward now age-wise and maturity-wise is the portal side and we talked about it earlier you have to stay on the right side of the portal right all right so when you recruit you go out and you you sign, you know, your balance of high school kids and this is pre-portal. Your balance of high school kids and your junior college guys. Well, now with the portal part of it, if you rely solely on the portal, you're going to miss at some point. And if you miss on an older guy, he's there, he he's not leaving or he, you know, he can't one time transfer out and you might have missed on a young freshman that is gonna play, you know, 12, 15 minutes in basketball, gonna pitch every other day, or much like what you saw with Minchie last night, get his first start in April and all and and all of a sudden that next year, he's a you know, pushing a you know, a Sunday starter, Saturday starter, whatever he is on a mound, or you're starting shortstop. But you went after an older guy and you missed on him and then you also missed on that younger guy because you didn't take him. So there's gonna be the the balance of that of Listening to head coaches talk about where they want to, that balance the portal side of it is going to be really important because now you're not only scouting the young guys, high school players at at sophomores in high school, right, and juniors, but you're you're having to scout You're having to watch everybody, almost yeah. like professional baseball. Truthfully, yeah, that's right. It's, or, a, it's or professional a, any
1: sport. Yeah, you don't want to live on the transfers, but at the same time, they can they can help you in a big way uh you know, fill a hole and fill yeah. a need in a in a quick spot, which is it seems like that's how Sark's doing it in football. Gonna you know, you know, gonna you know, the top three recruiting classes, so eighty percent of your roster comes through the high school ranks, but then Fill holes with veteran players in key spots where you have some depth issues. I think we're seeing that there. Now, Roddy Terry may have to rebuild his whole roster in basketball. We'll get you the latest on that coming up. We will talk some Texas football. A lot of people in agreement with you on the text line that uh, I would watch the, uh, the Craig Way documentary. <laughs> um, and yeah, somebody mentioned, don't forget, Ty, that uh, Craig does a lot of high school sports too. In addition to all the Longhorn stuff he does, he's doing high school stuff throughout the fall and into uh, to the winter. But uh, yeah, Craig Way, busy dude. Busy dude. I think I'd watch that too. We'll be back. Be any the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Good stuff on college baseball. The state of college athletics with Ty Harrington, who was uh, nice enough to make his uh, make the trip up. That's a good one. It's from New Braunfels at 5 in the morning. Thank you, Ty. Yeah, you're welcome. And then you're going to stay local here all day because you got to call the – not have to. You're going to be on the call of the Longhorn-Texas State game tonight here on the Horn, along with the aforementioned Craig Way. And a lot of support for your idea that there should be a documentary on the uh, lifestyle of one Craig Way. And I'm – I oh, mean, man. look,
0: look. I saw a picture. He he loves to tell a story, and it, and it's I love to hear the stories too because there's so many things that go into it. You know, when they they didn't have their equipment. Was something was wrong with it? And he's calling the game. And I, he showed the picture again last night through a landline, a phone, yeah. t- calling the game. He and Eddie Oren and I just I think it's fascinating, and um, obviously, uh, you know, you and I. And, and and Ty are all sports oriented type people, so there are details. You, you were talking about how you're interested in watching the show about Michael Jordan and the sneaker deal and and the shoe deal. And I mean, those are small details, not small details, but those are details of sports that normally wouldn't get told. Yeah, that you know, because
1: it's always usually when well, you go see movies, big picture, right? Well, the thing with Craig would be, it would be, you know, behind the scenes. I, I mentioned as yeah. we were talking television. Uh, there's a new documentary out um on Jason Isbell the you know country music, not country music the music performer and uh really well done and it takes you behind the curtain of you know how he makes a record and you know how he and his wife coexist because they're not just husband and wife that they're she's in the band so it's a, it's a really cool behind the scenes look at uh, how a creator creates and you know how a, an album comes about, and so if you're you're into that kind of thing, it's a really good documentary. It's called uh, Running with Your Eyes Closed. Running with Our Eyes Closed It's based on a song that he wrote for that very album that they talked about. But you know, behind the scenes of Craig Way would be interesting to a lot of people because it's you 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 just said it. I mean, it's uh, on a good day there are, there are challenges to get it all done, and Craig is as rare. You know, a lot of people don't know there's play by play voices across the country. A lot of them don't do baseball because right. just the time the time constraints. Right, they only have enough time. Uh, they'll do football and basketball because of the those are the big brands, but a lot of them won't, they don't do the women's side. They'll do just the men's foot basketball and football. I, every school's different, but if you talk to folks at Learfield and IMG and all that, you know Craig is is a unicorn that he does football, men's and women's basketball, and the baseball as many as he can. Obviously, he's got to miss some, and and he's got people ready to fill in, but he tries to do as many as he can because as the voice of the Longhorns, that's what he believes. Uh, and he also does all the high school stuff. So I do think I agree with you. I'll have to get with my... I got some guys that make movies, right? Uh, but my guy, Chip Reeves, over at Texas Crew Productions. They do a lot of the productions here in town. Um, some others, uh, you know, Pat Dallas at Bat Bridge. I mean, they, that would be an interesting follow. It, it would be... I think people's heads would be spinning at how much Craig travels. I'll think about the fact that we were down at the... Uh, we're getting ready for the Alamo Bowl this December. And I was going to do live shows from the team headquarters there. Here in the morning. Hopefully you listen to them through the through the new year and uh, getting ready for the Texas Washington game. Craig was down there doing his job as the color man for Texas for the play by play man for football, but he was driving back to do a women's game here in town, and he got rear ended. He got smashed right there in San Marcos. Yeah, Some dude he smashed him. Well, I know this for a fact. Craig like tried everything to to, fi- to figure out how to get there and still do the game. Like, can I get a rental car? How can I get out of this? How can I get up there to get the game done? Um, but, you know, that's that's the extent Craig will go. I mean, leave San Antonio to get up to do a women's game, to come right back to San Antonio to call the game that night. That's just one example over a 24-hour period. So I do think that would be – I don't know if Craig would let the invasion of cameras.
0: Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, that obviously it, – it, but he's the voice of the largest brand in college sports. Yes, and and so automatically you're you're absorbing millions of people that are gonna have an interest in what that is really like in my opinion, and and the story and of you see what, it. Yeah, I do yes. No, there's no question. Look, we we had we had uh, some issues with the equipment and Tom Barfield and I were doing a game and Craig getting ready to do the final I mean, uh yeah, lead eighth game. Elite eighth game. And, yeah. And we're having some issues with it and so we're having to text and call him to find out what we need to do with equipment and he and he just you know calmly says well this is do this do this do this and and then they did all of a sudden it you know it's all oh, working he's,
1: he's a radio engineer on top of it yeah he is yeah, yeah he's done 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 about everything i think a podcast series would be like a docu podcast like when it kind of like how those crime podcasters set yeah. up, but just him, <laughs> yeah. just him telling different stories, getting interviewed. Yeah, It would be – it, it makes my head hurt when I hear Craig talk about his travel schedule. I'm like, really? Because I'm not the biggest – I like to travel, but, you know, airports. It's, not, it's and, not like the Big 12 has the best destination. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the thing way? with Craig is he's got to fly to – he's got to get to Ames, Iowa in a snowstorm, or he's got to get to Lawrence, Kansas in an ice storm. I mean, it's just – And he gets there. He makes it happen. But to me, that's
0: the story. I mean, honestly, you could probably see him. It's pitch dark, and he's pulling this little radio equipment behind him, and he's headed to another plane and on his way to something else. And I just – I mean, look, people are fascinated and entertained by sports. And there there are elite people who, in my opinion, present it so that you can enjoy watching it and listening to it. And well, yeah, certainly Craig Way is that and, and to hear now I've had a chance to be around him. Yeah. I always just you always assumed, just listen to him. I always just listened and assumed, well, how did he get to, you know, how did but really, you know, wasn't involved as much and now to to work with him and to see how much he is on the go and and how much he's got going on, how organized he is. I mean, I was talking to him the other day about his his sheets that he uses for the games, his score sheets game boards, yeah. and how he has them made out before every game and how he has to, you know, office depot or wherever it is to go get it done and and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I mean, all the way down to, you know, such small details, but make him that helps make him, you know, do the job that he well, does yeah, it that we all love, broadcast right? broadcast
1: clean, yeah. He's got to have all the information right in front of him. He can't be flipping through, you know, game notes from the SID to figure out information. He's got to have it all on one sheet. No, it's an incredible. It's a really good idea. I, I, I'm serious. I'm going to. You know, Chip Reeves is listening out there. He listens to the show quite a lot. Let's go ahead and form an idea. Now, would Craig do it? And somebody said, hey, Craig Way documentary would take four and a half hours. How are we going <laughs> to? <laughs> That's the other series.
0: Everything's in series well, it's now, right?
1: Like, you know, there's a new movie being made about Michael, Michael Jackson, a biopic yeah. on Michael Jackson. And my initial question to Bucky was, how are they going to do that? That's fifty years yeah. of. You going to when start when you he's play, You put everything in there? Or? Oh, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like it's going to have to be a portion of Michael Jackson's life. There's going to have to t- peel out. You know, which is what you'd have to do with Craig. You'd have to peel up. Yeah. You know, well, let's follow Craig for a couple of weeks through the busiest times. That would have to be the documentary because you wouldn't want to do it for the whole season, because you know, you know, the busy time is when, I Craig would tell you this, but when baseball, basketball, men and women are all going at the same time that's when he's trying to make all these road trips you know football season until basketball starts well that's the other one october and november when yeah. he's doing football and then basketball both start Yeah, you know, it's that whole basketball thing doing men's and women's and i would say again as a treasure that craig is not every voice of a, of a major program does all the sports that's right uh, they have uh, others and you know craig has fill-ins but he does the game if he, if he can get to it uh almost always uh even when we started carrying longhorn softball i'm like craig you do softball too <laughs> I mean, he could. Yeah, I mean, no, we could do to, any to, of it. We had to find Andrew for that. We have to find Andrew for that because they play at the same time. I think, the,
0: to me, the the, the, the the baseball part of it is hard and is a challenge to do when you do. You know, a, a, an opposing team comes in and you're doing other sports. But to me, the one that I, I get fascinated by him with is the basketball side of it. You know, we have so many different teams that are playing, and you're calling out so many different names immediately, passing the basketball around. I mean, uh, you know, ten people on each team are going to get in the game on average, I guess, right? Eight yeah. to mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure, but you know, well, maybe about, eight about to ten. Sixteen total. Yeah, 16, and, 18. and 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 then all of a sudden, then then you leave like he did and go do UIL, which he is. Truthfully, he's the voice of UIL when you get down to the championships, sports, right? Yeah. And and so for him to 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 have the mindset and the name recognition and to say the names right and to get it all you know done and just to me is you know obviously you know this he's got a photogenic memory i mean i don't it's photographic. Yeah. i mean yeah i mean you just when he says something i'm like how how do you remember that i mean that was you know 20 something years ago i can't remember what i said 20 months ago yeah me either right and yeah no. (laughs)
1: he'll tell you who who was the scored first in the super bowl six and yeah. how they scored it uh, from that memory. All right, we'll come back. We'll take your thoughts on it. Hey, load up the blitz. Let's have some fun with Ty Harrington and Ty Henderson on a blitz today. Uh, we'll get a story about Bucky as well coming up in salacious gossip. Apparently, while trying to get a nap yesterday, Ty Henderson was awoken <laughs> from hammer calls from Bucky to tell him about his operation yesterday. Details on that coming if you if you want them. But load up the blitz. First, speaking of, it's Craig Way. Where you get that from? I Did wanna tell you that? Did wanna tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just gossip. Brought to you by the Icy Cold Frosty Bud Light Skis. Hope you had a few last night watching the ball game. will be another ball game tonight. And uh, looking forward to it. Texas and Texas State one more time. We'll have a full recap of the game coming up with uh, Ty Harrington in the house this morning. Today is National Pet Day. According to a recent poll, 58% of us have at least one pet at the house. Dogs and cats the most popular. Followed by uh, distant third, birds, reptiles, rodents, and rabbits. We found out this morning that Ty Henderson, our producer... Has a turtle at the house named (laughs) Pistachia.
0: It is every day you learn something new about him.
1: I also learned that uh, we know Bucky was out yesterday having a colonoscopy, not to be too personal, but he told us that's what he was doing. And uh, so he's out again today. He'll be back tomorrow. And apparently middle of the afternoon yesterday, Ty, you received some uh, some what what appeared to be urgent calls from the buck, three straight, in about a 15-minute period. Yes, and he just wanted to let me know that his Sunday was full of (laughs) mudslides <laughs> to say the least <laughs> oh the rhea ahead of his procedure <laughs> yep. cleaning uh, it out i just, want, I just want, I need to get it off his chest he I needed guess. to say to, to share that with somebody and you're his therapist so there you go Bucky had to clean it out before the uh the procedure well, you you've feel, been there
0: you feel oh yeah i've had five of them six of them i think and uh and you're about to get your first yes right Yes. and uh but let me tell you man after you get after you get through it, I mean, the anticipation of having to get through, the, as you referred to, the mudslides. And uh, after you kind of get through that part, you feel a little faster, feel a little sleeker, lighter. a little lighter. and <laughs> Drop four or five pounds? Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh,
1: all right, this is not good news and salacious gossip. The FBI is warning us not to use charging stations for your phone in public places. Oh, yeah. They say, this is the FBI, the Federal Bureau, when you insert your USB cord directly into a port... They say the bad guys have figured out how to use them to gain control of your device. Lovely. Lovely. What nice. a country. What a country. Hey, NFL draft is in 16 days. I'm officially out on your guy, Will Levis. Officially out on your guy, Will Levis. Ty. Why? What happened? Because he's a meathead. Um, not only does he put mayonnaise in his coffee <laughs> and does it admits it, he eats bananas with the peel still on them. No. Out. Can't be my quarterback. Monkeys don't even do that. No. Meatheads uh, do.
0: That's a whole other level of roughage.
1: I'm out on Will Levis. Because there was a recent mock draft from Lance Zerling saying the Texans would draft Will Anderson with a second pick and then trade back up to take Will Levis. No. Don't want him. Don't want him. He Okay. Mayonnaise in his coffee tie. He's bulking. Is it for, for calories? Maybe. I <laughs> don't <laughs> you think he does it for flavor? I think we're all searching. That is gross. Officially, no. the, like, well, that's like, I don't like coffee. But Okay, I have to be honest, because I tell my kids this all the time when my kids were little. You can't tell me you don't like it if you haven't tried it, right? You That's something they want to be picky about. If you try it and then legitimately don't like it, then we're, we can talk, you can say, I don't like it. I'll bring some mayonnaise in tomorrow. We'll try it. We should try it, Ty. We should try it. <laughs> we we Does bet. it float? I don't know. In your coffee? I don't mix know. Mix it in. It's like cream. We may end up with, like, the Rhea. <laughs> is, that, is that what the doctor gave Bucky to drink on
0: Sunday? I don't know. They give you some other some other little pills and some other stuff to drink and,
1: say, wash it out with a coffee and some <laughs> I was telling Bucky last week, I was like, yo, bro, when you're really scheduled this thing for Monday after Easter, you're not going to get to have any ham. You're not going to get to eat any food. You're going to be all Rhea all day? No way, man. That's not a good way to spend Master Sunday. Oh. Oh, man i sorry ty That's let's go to the blitz the bucky and e blitz Good morning blitz brought to you by apple leasing where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck the half under factory warranty and any make any model click apple and see how easy it is all right load up the blitz this uh, is a blitz text that says craig Wade's a genius managed to have a legendary tagline that works for both a home run and a touchdown See, Craig, yeah. Craig. By the way, Craig came in here during the break and said, would you guys stop talking about me, please? Uh, enough. Let's go to the first blitzer. You're up. Yeah. Question for Coach Ty. Who is working with the outfield? They gunned down another base runner. And the other one is, if I'm a batter facing a ship, can I switch plates too? You can go to the other yeah. side of the plate. Oh,
0: absolutely you can. Can you do I'll that within do a bat? Yeah, you can go within a bat, I think, one time.
1: Okay. Flip it around?
0: Yeah. Kind of like
1: that. Beer league softball, we used to do that. And they are true. They have thrown a lot of guys out. Dylan Coming Campbell's out, Dylan got a Campbell. can, can, canyon. Right. Uh, Next, Butcher, you're up.
0: Hey, uh, Lizzo has a big old cup of mayo in the morning, too. She <laughs> just forgets to add the coffee. Oh! Uh, Lizzo. Shut it down! Let's go home!
1: He says the banana peel is Leslie good for you. This, mm. hey, can you use vitamins instead? Yeah, get some vitamins. Would you eat an orange with the peel on it? You peel the orange and then eat the orange. Grapefruit. Banana. There's a peel there. Take it off. Eat the fruit, Will. Can't be my quarterback. When I hear about him and doing stuff like that and then how smart Bryce Young is, like Bryce Young is the smartest. He, they're doing these uh, you know, tests for him and he's just blowing them away. Yeah, give me yeah, Bryce but um, Will Levis makes Bryce Young look like a little boy, size-wise. You still got to fly the plane. You still got to drive the car. Give me Bryce Young. You can keep your mayonnaise. We'll be back. Uh, we'll pick up the baseball chatter. Also, more on a Tuesday with uh, Ty Harrington hanging out and Ty Henderson and his turtle. It's Benny on the horn.